0: Hey, welcome to today's War Room Moment. My name is Jason Miller, your podcast host, and I have a special guest on with us today. Tara, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me on today.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, I always say this on almost every podcast. I'm horrible about introducing people. So can you introduce yourself to the audience, uh, a little bit about yourself, and tell us what your superpower is?
1: Yeah, sure thing. So I am a high performance sleep strategist and people will ask me, you know, what does that mean? <laughs> and so it really does mean, you know, um, all, uh, as I say, like all sleep is not created equally. And I know that because I used to get eight hours of sleep every night, like clockwork. And I thought, and I woke up feeling refreshed. And so I thought everything was fine. And then I started having one problem after another and never really connected it to my sleep. And luckily I found somebody who did. And when he said, I, you know, I think you have a sleep problem. My reaction was like, what? no way I get eight hours of sleep. How could that be a problem? And he's like, well, didn't you tell me you take a power nap every day? I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's just cause I'm a napper, you know? And he, and, and then I came to realize that if you're napping, if you're, you know, drinking caffeine, if you are relying on adrenaline, you know, training for an Ironman or running a tough mudder, all of those signs are, are things that your body is compensating for low performance sleep at night. And, um, and I know in my own case, once I recognized that and was able to turn my sleep performance around from low performance sleep to high performance sleep, it was a game changer. So that's, that's why I do what I do as a high performance sleep strategist, because it can really help people achieve the things that they want in their lives, not only in business, which is important, but also in their personal lives you know, to really be able to do have that, that, that well-rounded enjoyment of of life professionally and personally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is actually a topic that is extremely near and dear to my heart as a (laughs) retired military guy, combat veteran, you know, I deal a lot with a lot of sleep problems. Mm -hmm. It's something I've dealt with for years. And so I'm like a perfect case study <laughs> to talk about. CBD has helped me a lot. Um, uh, you know that that kind of thing has helped me a lot to not necessary to to go to sleep, but to stay asleep, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's you, you have tons of people out there that are on you know uh, CPAP machines and and all of this stuff, and they're just they're horrible. I was at the dentist a couple weeks ago and I was listening to the room next door and, uh, you know, they had did all the, the screenshots of the sinus and head and all that. And yeah. he, and, and he said, uh, he asked this person, he says, do you, do you have sleep apnea? Cause I can mm-hmm. see it in your, right. uh, in his anatomy, right? Yep, and he said, yep. Yeah. And he said, well, do you use a CPAP? He said, "Yeah." He said, "I can tell you don't clean it." Uh-huh. He could tell that just yeah. from looking at his X-rays. I mean- well, I'll,
1: yeah. Well, I'll <laughs> say that. I mean, that definitely is possible because it does. It you know, mm-hmm. uh, you can see it anatomically. But here's the thing that I. Um, really hope, hope to help people get. This is what I'm working towards that. Yes, sleep apnea would be the king of the sleep performance problems, because by that point, you are not breathing uh, a lot <laughs> when you're sleeping and, and you're not getting the um, you're not cycling through the sleep stages as you need to. But what my goal is to say, hey, you know what? We're all somewhere on this continuum between healthy restorative sleep on one end And unhealthy sleep, like clinical sleep apnea on the other end, but there's a huge range in between that. And so if we can come to identify the things that are hinting at the fact that our sleep isn't doing what it needs to and do something about it, then we can not only stop the progression to really poor sleep. But we can have this, the energy that we need during the day. And I'll, I'll give you an example. So if you think about, um, you know, if you, I always compare it to a cell phone, right? And I say, why do we plug our cell phones in at night on the charger when we go to sleep? So that when we get up in the morning, the phone has a full charge. And then what happens when you forget? before you know it, that phone is in low power mode and there are functions that aren't available to you And you're running around trying to look for a charge and whatever. Well, we're the same way. When we go to sleep, if we don't get high performance sleep, we are running around in low power mode. And everybody feels it different, Jason. You know, Jason, some people may just feel physically tired, like they wake up tired, it takes coffee and whatever to get going. Some people may feel it more in terms of focus. they like, I have this to-do list that just isn't getting any shorter. I can't get anything done. Some people may feel it more emotionally where either they, they get uh, stressed, anxious, or irritable, Or, you know, weepy, whatever it is, everybody feels it in a different way. And so if we're able to connect the dots and and say, you know, all those things that you're experiencing, a lack of focus during the day, that's a real prime indicator that your sleep performance is at a level that's lower than you need it to. And then that's what I actually do. I go and I have a, I created an assessment that helps you look to see what are the things that you're dealing with. And then we assess, um, you know, what, what may be driving that and we correct those kinds of things. And here's the real surprising thing. And this may be helpful for you, Jason. Um, the reason that we have sleep problems at night is a result of what we do all day. It's a result of the way we breathe. It's a result of the way uh, of our body mechanics. And it's a result of the different behaviors that we have. So if we can get those things down during the day, to a healthy way of being, then we're not going to end up with those problems at night when we're sleeping. And that's really what I help people do to kind of identify that and then kind of address it so they get to that point. And I would imagine with you, if you work with a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, as as we were mentioning before, what are entrepreneurs known for? Working twenty four seven, pushing and all that stuff, and you know, and definitely um, at some point, I think most people realize, wait a second, I really need to get enough sleep because I'm not able to function at a hundred percent during the day if I don't. Um, And then what I'm saying is, let's take it to the next level because sleep isn't a numbers game. You know, you definitely need between seven and a half and eight and a half hours of sleep depending on your makeup, Mm -hmm. but the next job is to say are those hours actually performing at the level that you needed to? Is your sleep giving you what you need for the day? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really what the next, you know, the next forefront is the next frontier frontier, if you will, to really help people look at that.
0: Yeah. Well, I look at it like, so like, I know when my kids are tired, right. You I know? call it, they're, they're slangry. That's <laughs> yeah. What I call them. <laughs> It's just like if they don't get enough to eat, they get right. angry, right? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah. The why are you so why are you so grouchy? It's like I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So it's the same thing with sleep, and like I know there's tons and tons of work that needs to be done in. It's not just military. It's it's there's law enforcement. There's EMS. There's all these places, right? Yeah. And there's tons of work to be done in those fields right because of post-traumatic stress because of all these things and you know I was reading a study this was just last week I was reading a study and it's a shocking number I don't remember the exact number so I'm not going to quote it but mm-hmm. um, it's a shocking number of CEOs during this last two years of the pandemic um, their performance has dropped uh, massive percent because of, of, uh, over medicating on alcohol
1: mm-hmm. as a, as a coping mechanism, but I'm going to actually, nightmare. I'm going to actually point out something in addition to that, you know, we know that the sleep levels, um, like 58% of people are now struggling with sleep that's up astronomically. There's been a 20% increase in sleep medication use since before the pandemic was declared, Um, But here's what I want people to think about. What happened when that pandemic was declared? What did we all start doing? We all started wearing masks, right? We were, um, you know, those were mandated for health reasons, right? But what happens when you're wearing a mask? It changes the nature of your breathing, and if you yeah. think about our hierarchy of needs, right? We, we, we need to eat, right? We need to, but we can go for weeks if we have to. And we need um, we need uh, water. We need to be hydrated, right? But you can survive mm-hmm. a couple of days. It's not going to be pretty, but you can survive a couple of days. What about sleep? We know that's, in, you know, next on the line, sleep 20, after 24 hours, your brain is literally breaking down when you're not, yeah. if you haven't slept, Right but what about breathing you have minutes mere minutes to survive so it is by far our top need and when we go around and we're masking and we're still trying to do the same things right we're not like a surgeon who's who's not talking we're we're still trying to communicate and everything and it's changing the nature of our breathing it has a down, a downline kind of effect and everything gets affected, including the sleep. And then when you're not sleeping, then you have all of those daytime problems. You see all of the increase in um, teenage suicides, teenage depression, Uh, as you said, CEOs self-medicating just to try to deal with it. It all comes from that basic sort of need, that basic adjustment, that that, um, the change in the breathing pattern from the mask, which then affected the sleep, which then left us, um, you know, going on. I mean, people will push back on that uh, with me and say, come on, how can one thing, you know, change all that? And, I, and, and this is how I, how I explain it, because if you think about, um, you know, what happens during sleep is that your brain literally uh, has to shrink down in size, get flushed out so that it can repair and recharge, Right. Mm -hmm. And if that if it doesn't get to happen, then you have a brain that's not functioning at 100 percent. And if the brain is what controls everything in the body and it is, then isn't everything after that going to be affected? Of course. Right. And so that's really the way we need to look at it. And that's why sleep is so critical because we have to let our brains repair and recharge so that the brain can run the body. Otherwise it's like some crazy commander, you know, kind of just, you know, running, running amok. And that's why we see all the problems that we see. But again, it goes, it's not just getting eight hours of sleep. It's getting eight hours of high performance sleep. You know, I mean, if you ever wake up tired from a night of sleep, you didn't get high performance sleep. If you end up needing a nap during the day, like I did, then you know you didn't get high performance sleep. And if you end up, you know, if you're having trouble falling asleep, any of those things, they're all telling you to look at your sleep. Um, and you mentioned before about with sleep apnea, having a CPAP machine, or some people have those those devices that pull their jaws forward to help. Mm-hmm. The important thing to know about those are those are just compensations. You really want to go and address the underlying cause that got you to that sleep problem, because if you don't, those things are just going to make the problem worse over time. So definitely use them in the short term because getting the the sleep is that important, but take the next step to figure out what the solution is.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's interesting looking at, um, you know, the whole sleep apnea stuff and how that really kind of came in. It, it seems like it it like really ramped up in the last like past 4 or 5 years really mm-hmm. Um, cause you, you, you see it a lot now.
1: Yeah. Well, the technology has gotten so much better. So that's a big yeah. part of it, right? It, it used right. to be so hard to diagnose because you had to make a, uh, make an appointment in a sleep center and, and people just mm. didn't want to do that. Now they do have stuff that can be done, you know, uh, remotely and the, the cloud can pick things up. It's not as good. It won't tell you that you don't have sleep apnea, but it, it, it will tell you if you do have it you know what i mean because right. uh and that's just because of the sensitivities you get more things in a sleep center but but i say like i said before we don't want to find out that our sleep performance is that bad but you know that we have clinical sleep apnea we want right. to start clueing into it beforehand just saying right. you know my god i'm so irritable and i'm driving and i'm just cursing everybody out mm-hmm. guess what that's a sign that your battery has run so low during the day that you just don't have the emotional bandwidth to deal with things that are com- coming at you. And then you have mm-hmm. to say, why would my battery be running so low? Maybe I didn't get a full charge last night. And again, that's what my, my assessment does to really help pull those things apart. So I encourage everybody, rather than just saying, you know, oh, I must just be an irritable person, you know, or gee, I'm gonna divorce my wife in my second divorce because I can't be married, you know maybe think there's a sleep performance problem that is just leaving you a little short on energy. And if you're able to get to sleep, you have a little more emotional bandwidth to deal with, with those kinds of things. It's like I said, everybody deals with it differently, especially if you think of like the type A person, right? They're driven hard. They work hard. They will produce. They're always performing high. But for a lot of them, it's like they can't be on a team. They can't get along with other people, or whatever, that's a sign that they, there's this, uneven, you know, for them, it would be like, they don't have the, the, uh, uh, their, the energy that they get from sleeping is going into performance and physical energy. They don't have anything left to the moment for the emotional piece of it. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It means, right. Hey, look at your sleep performance because you may be able to, uh, get the battery level up there, if you will, you know, and, and just right. then have better relationships with people. Right. It's a big part, you know, not only on the team for the job, but at home. Right. If you if you're great at work, but home life sucks. Well, that takes its toll on how you can perform at work, too, because you're always just trying to ward that off. You know, so that's what I like. I said. I encourage people to really look at the things they're dealing with during the day in a different way to say, you know what? Maybe it's not just me. You know, maybe there's something going on in my sleep that's not giving me the energy I need to have a, like a full, you know, balanced kind of life. Um, And then again, there are definite things that you can do with it. And I know because I I did it myself, you know, went from that low performance sleep to high performance sleep and it really is a game changer.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, kind of the last thing I'm I'm interested in getting your opinion on because I, I read this, um, I don't know where I read it, and it wasn't that long ago, but it was talking about, you know, we're sleeping all wrong. That if you go back to the way we used to sleep hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, whatever, we didn't sleep in eight hour chunks. We slept for a few hours, and then we were up, and then we slept for a few hours, or we up, or slept for a few hours. You still got your eight hours, but, um, But we didn't do this like whole eight-hour cycle of sleep. So I'm curious to what your opinion is on that.
1: Yeah. So I would uh, say, what I would say is, what were people achieving during that time, right? Why And why were they sleeping in short spurts? Because they they were in survival mode, right? They would get woken up at a noise. Is that a saber-toothed tiger? You know what I mean? And what was the culture like? And how much product? (laughs) right? They were in survival mode and they had to do that. But then what happened when we did evolve and we got to a place where we could sleep in a safer way, the natural rhythm leveled out so that we would get these, this longer stretch of sleep. So it's like, I think of it like an on and off switch really, right? Your switch should be on during the day, you should be able to wake up, that switch flips on, and it should be able to stay on all day until the evening when you're like, okay, switch off, right? And you can fall asleep and you can stay asleep. But what has happened for so many of us now, you know, with certainly with cell phones, connectivity, feeling like you've always got to get back to that email within a nanosecond, you know, all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. We don't run on an on and off switch anymore. we run on a dimmer switch. Right. And so you wake up and you slowly get out of bed and you, you can smell that coffee and you go get a cup of coffee. Right. And you're like, oh, OK, I'm here now. By the end of the, you know, and you have a cup during the day, whatever. By the end of the day, you're like, I got to get out from my run. I need my job, my jog, or I'm never going to be able to survive or do that kind of thing, you know, and that those are really performance dips during the day. When you get that tired where you're like, I can't even focus anymore. What's happening to your productivity at that point? And ultimately, what happens to your bottom line, especially if the same thing is happening to all your employees? If everybody is experiencing these dips in performance every day, that's impacting your bottom line, right? And so instead, if we can that's say, right. listen, what?
0: I didn't hear what you said. Oh. Absolutely.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. if So if we can get to the mindset of saying, oh, like even how many companies are bringing nap pods into the office now? So that's great. Like, let's say you have a, you know, a new baby at home and you, you're getting woken up every night. So, you know, you have poor sleep performance at that point. Then the, the nap pod is great because, you're you're going to have that dip in performance because you didn't get a good night of sleep the night before. So for that person in that stage of life, then the nap pod is a great idea because you will be able to bring their performance back up to the level that you want them to be, to be. But what if you have somebody who's using that nap pod every single day? Every single day, you're losing them for a bit. What if instead you can say, wait a second, let's not have a nap pod for daily use, Let's focus instead on that, getting that person to be able to really perform at night when the switch is off, right? Get their sleep Mm -hmm. to do what they need to do. And then they'll be on the whole day here at work, right? Like, so the nap pod is kind of, it should be used as a, like a, for an acute situation. And if it's coming to be more chronic, then we should be looking at longer-term solutions, which of course is getting at the whole sleep performance idea. So that's what I mean about shifting the way we look at things, because it really does impact our bottom line. We really want a sleep culture in our companies, where it's not go take a nap in the nap pod if you need to uh every day, but it's like no, you know, let your let your brain do what it it, it does best when you mm-hmm. sleep. So you can come here and do what you can do best, you know, for the team, you know.
0: Right, right, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, that was all like some of that even enlightening for me. So I hope uh I hope there was a some some gold in there that people caught too. Um and you know, kind of the second part of this, what I what I like to do is cause this was also designed to help you know, help sleep. Now let's help business, right? So so, uh, uh, most of us have years and years and years of experience. We have buckets full of business struggles to share. What would be one that you would share a business struggle that could help a young CEO that's just coming into the game
1: yeah, so definitely it goes back to what I was saying about that that distribution of energy during the day and and how it impacts your relationships at work. Mm-hmm. So I am definitely like the type A high achiever. I will get it done, you know, and that kind of thing. But boy was it costing me in terms of building relationships with people that I needed to build with in order to really grow the business. And what I didn't realize until I discovered this whole sleep performance thing was that, that, that shortness of temper and whatever, that wasn't really who I was. That was, you know, a a factor of the fact of, of the uh, fact that I wasn't getting the sleep that I needed at night. And so I came to, to think that, I'm just not going to be a team player. I'm just not going to be able to work with people. I'm just going to have to do this my way on my time and do as much as I can. And that's really limiting. And so once I, you know, figured out the sleep angle and just saw the difference in how I was able to be more patient with people, more tolerant, more accepting. I was like, oh, my God, like this. It has opened up doors for me in terms of collaborations and and other kinds of things that wouldn't have been there. Um, you know, before I I really um, improve my sleep uh, performance. And so that's that's why I say it's so critical for people to just look and say, wait a second, what am I dealing with during the day? Is it who I am? Or is it maybe the fact that my sleep isn't doing what I need it to do and I'm running on, you know, little less than I could be otherwise. And I think it's especially important for somebody who has the, you know the entrepreneurial spirit like give yourself everything that you can and the best way to do that is to get the sleep that you need and again it's not just a numbers game it's um, really ensuring that the sleep performance is at the level that it should be
0: yeah yeah well i i i think most people know this right it's just knowing sometimes just because you know better doesn't mean you do better either So,
1: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with you. I think most people now we've had enough books come out that most people say, I need to get enough sleep. Right. I think, and and then you make a decision if you're going to do that or not. Right. But I think what most people don't realize is that the daytime challenges are really a result of nighttime sleep challenges. I mean, even to like go off track a little bit for a second and get like a Mm -hmm. little bit, even something like erectile dysfunction. That is like no man even wants to even go there just in case. Right. But even erectile dysfunction is related to a sleep performance problem. So think about what that does to a guy who all of a sudden is experiencing that. Tell me that does not affect his overall sense of confidence and self-assuredness that he's going to bring into a, a business meeting. It does, because you have to work so hard to put that out of your head. And what do you have left to bring to the business meeting? So even something like that is related to sleep performance. And if we can help people make that connection and then go and improve the sleep performance and resolve that ED problem, well, then doesn't that person just come way up? And then don't they have a better family life as well? You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally, so literally come way
1: exactly, up. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I mean about really connecting the dots, you know, because, you know, oh, take this pill, but it doesn't leave you with do anything about all the psychological. Oh, my gosh, what's the matter with me that I'm having this problem? But it really, you know, there is a real fundamental physiological cause that you can address. So, um, so, so yeah, connect the dots. I always say this: use the XYZ formula. And this is what the XYZ formula is. If you have problem X, whatever it may be, irritability, erectile dysfunction, whatever, if you have problem X, ask why. Right? Don't just accept that that's just how it is. You ask why. And make your primary suspect your Z's, your sleep. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, so many problems can be just reversed. And then you bring your full self to every interaction that you have, and that's how we grow our businesses.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing insight. Thank, thanks for that insight for sure.
1: You're welcome. Very
0: good. Well, yeah, to kind of close things out here, I always like to ask this question, and that is, if you could have picked somebody to be here, dead or alive, um, mentor, friend, whatever, and you had a burning question you always wanted to ask. What would the question be and who would have you brought to the show?
1: Oh, well, I have a lot of psychology in my background and that really is what drives a lot of right. of what, you know, my thinking and my understanding of people and how to help them. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, I would love to have had um maslow here do you know abraham maslow right maslow's hierarchy of needs and Mm -hmm. i would love to sit down with him and say okay we know that sleep is in those basic needs but don't you think that we should flesh out that basic need part a little bit more (laughs) give sleep its own kind of thing how can we do that because i think you know i think that would go so far in terms of helping people really buy into sleep performance and plus i think he'd just be fascinating
0: to talk to in general Well, maybe you'd school him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We have learned so much since his day, right? All the technology that lets us see our brains when we're sleeping. We definitely have learned so much. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, awesome. Tara, thank you for taking time out of your day to be here today. Um, I know we're all busy and there again, we all have a, what is it 168 hours in a week right so yeah yeah took, and we have to tipped. make sure we devote yeah. enough to
1: sleep right
0: <laughs> that's right that's right but you took this hour out to be here and i i appreciate that very much thank oh,
1: you oh you are so welcome it was great talking yeah. to you jason i had i had wonderful yeah. time
0: for sure how do people get a hold of you
1: oh yeah so my, my... With you yeah, my um the best starting point is to to go to uh, counterfeitsleep.com that's where my uh, podcast is hosted the counterfeit sleep podcast and mm. so we'll really give them an idea into the different things that i'm talking about and then um, my business um is, is hypersleep.com like high performance sleep and you can just send me an email there um you know I, we can mm. uh, we have the assessment that really gets you started to figure out to really pinpoint everything so that we can um, come up with the strategies to move your, to level up your sleep. So yeah, hypersleep.com to reach me.
0: Awesome. Sounds great. Well, Hey Tara, again, thank you for being here. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, Jason.
0: All right. Well, Hey, thank you for attending today's war room moments. Remember dream it, believe it, and then just go achieve it and get some good sleep while you're at it.
1: Bingo. love it love this is,
0: it this is, this is jason miller your podcast host signing off thanks for listening to war room moments with your host jason miller please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet follow us on social media for updates and we'll see you on the next episode